Um, let us start with a word of prayer before we proceed. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Heavenly Father, we are grateful for your mercy. We are grateful for your love. We are grateful for your kindness. We are thankful because even when we are unfaithful, you remain faithful because you cannot deny yourself. And we are thankful for your, for, for your character and capacity that is always reliable. We say thank you. We ask this evening, dear Holy Spirit, that you quicken us. Help us to pray. Grant us access um, into the heart of the Father. Help us to pray the will of the Father and energize us, strengthen us in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, everlasting Father. For in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Father, we pray for those that aren't here. We ask that um, your spirit compels them to come. We also ask that your angels make it possible for them to join in today in the name of Jesus Christ. To you be all the praise and all the glory. For in Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. All right. Hallelujah. Amen. Okay, so today, like I said, it's a prayer meeting. I want to share with us something something. Um, briefly that will guide our prayer session all right um to start with let us turn to the book of john chapter 16 john chapter 16 i'll just share with in like 10 or 15 minutes and then we begin praying okay so john chapter 16 and what birthed this you know while i was praying um the Holy Spirit began to minister to my heart that a lot of people are going through seasons and they don't understand what the season is about. Um, a lot of people are going through through maybe difficult times or or um, birth pangs, basically, if, you, if I put it that way, going through seasons of contractions and they don't know what, they don't understand what it means. And because they don't understand what it means. They don't know how to respond in such seasons. And, you know, if you don't understand what season you are going through, you will not know how to respond. You will not know what your response should be. If you don't have the accurate interpretation of, of your physical experience, you might um, interpret it otherwise, okay? Um, so God wants us to understand the seasons we are, we are in so that we can um, respond accurately to the events that come with this season. All right, so let's look at John chapter 16, verse 21 to 22. John chapter 16, verse 21 and 22. I am reading from the King James Version. It says, a woman, when she is in travail, has sorrow because her hour is come. You know, it's very interesting that this woman has sorrow, right? Jesus Christ was speaking here that a woman in travail, a, a woman who is about to give birth, right? She has sorrow. You know, if you now, if you meet the woman and you, um, and you, you, you just see her, you don't know anything about her, the season of her life. You just see her and she's in sorrow. You are most likely, as a good person, you most likely pity this woman and say, oh my God, why are you in sorrow? Sorry. You know, um, and you start saying, come, come, do you, you know, let, let, me, let me look for something to ease your pain, we, which is good to show concern. But if you don't understand the reason why she's in sorrow, you cannot really be of help to her. And if the woman herself doesn't understand why she's in sorrow, 
she would interpret it wrongly. She would want to escape the pain or just do something to alleviate the pain. Meanwhile, the Bible says she's in sorrow because her hour has come, because the period for her childbirth has come. In other words, the season has come. So the sorrow she's feeling is not a sorrow that is because of the devil. It is a sorrow that is because of the season. And what God was ministering to my heart was that a lot of people are going through sorrows, quote and unquote, but they don't know why they are, they are sorrowing. So they think the sorrow is because of the environment, or they think the sorrow is because of something, a mistake they've made, or they think the sorrow is because of something evil. But God is trying to say that, no, the sorrow is because your hour has come. A season has come. A particular season of birthing has come. That is why we are feeling this kind of sorrow. And this is what Jesus Christ was explaining to them, that a woman, when she's in travail, has sorrow. So two people can have sorrows, right? Um, but then one person's sorrow is because of childbirth or because the season has come. Another person's sorrow is because of a mistake they have made. And, you know, it is good to, to help people, all right? But you are of better use to them when you understand the season they are, they are in so that you can help them more appropriately. Because if imagine if a, a, a person is going through a wilderness season. You know, the Bible lets us know that <clears throat> concerning John the Baptist, he was in the wilderness until the time of his showing forth unto Israel. So imagine if it was not yet time for John the Baptist to be shown um, to Israel and you meet John the Baptist in the wilderness and you hear his message and your heart is moved and you say oh John the Baptist I was blessed by your message you know what I'm going to help you I'm going to do publicity for you I will do Instagram ads for you I will do Facebook ads for you in fact I will buy a rent a, a, a billboard for you to do publicity all your efforts are coming from a good place but they will not produce results because that is not his season yet for manifestation so what I'm saying is that the best way you can help people is by understanding the season that they are in. And the best way you can even, for lack of a better word, help yourself, all right, is to understand the season that you are in as well. So Jesus said, this woman is in sorrow because her hour has come, her season has come. So just think about this now. When her season wasn't, hasn't come yet, when her, her, the, the time for childbirth hadn't come yet, she was not experiencing any sorrow. She was not experiencing any pain. She was just living her life. Maybe she was a slave queen, you know, jumping from one hangout spot to another. But, and she was enjoying her life. And all of the, a, a season now came when she was sorrowful or she was in pain. At that point, she would have said, oh God, I want to go back to my previous life where I wasn't in pain. It was easy for her to say that. Or she would have said, oh Lord, I want to... I, I, this pain is so much. I, I just want to go back to where I could just live my life and do what I want to do. But in that season where she could do what she wants to do, there was, she wasn't birthing anything. She was just a, a normal human being. She wasn't giving birth to anything. But when the season to give birth came, she began to experience pains and sorrows. What I'm saying is that a lot of believers escape the, the seasons of sorrow because of the pain that comes with it and because they want a comfortable season, not knowing that those that sorrow it signifies childbirth, signifies productivity, signifies a birthing in that, um, in that season. So God was just mentioning to my heart that a lot of his children are going through seasons of childbirth, but they are running away from it because of the sorrow that comes with it, because of the discomfort, because of the pain, because of the discipline that comes with it. 
And we'll share, we'll share this here before, a woman who is pregnant and who is, you know, nine months in and she's due any moment from now, there are so many things that she cannot just do. She can't just sleep on the bed anyhow. She can't just run up and down. She can't just run, move from one party to another because her season for childbirth has come. So there's a confinement that comes with that season. And a lot of Christians are running away from that discipline or running away from that confinement, running away from the sorrows, like the Bible puts it, because they, are, they want comfort, all right? And some of them, and many of them, again, don't even understand why the sorrow is there. So God wants us to understand this season of our lives, interpret the season well, because if this woman doesn't know that her season has come, she'll interpret it as maybe stomach pain or ulcer or appendix or something else. But if she understands ah, this pain she's feeling is because her season has come, she's feeling is because um, the, the time for childbirth has come. If she understands it, she'll be able to interpret the pain. So a lot of believers are not able to interpret the pain in their life or interpret the contractions or the or the periods of, of, of contractions that the word just keeps coming up, the period of, of discipline. They are not able to interpret it. Some think, oh, this is just a curse. Some are, are telling the season, oh, I rebuke you, I bind you. There are some, some experiences you don't bind because they come with the season. The only way you avert the experience is if you decide not to experience the season or the blessing that comes with, with, that, with that pain and experience, all right? So part of what we're praying for today is for a heavenly interpretation to our earthly circumstances. That so if this woman doesn't know that the pain she's feeling is the pain of childbirth, she would abort, she would, she would unconsciously abort the baby. She would um, unconsciously give up on, on, that, on that dream that is trying to come through her. All right, so we're asking for heavenly interpretation. And let me say this, that sometimes we are not sensitive in the spirit to know what's going on. So God uses the pain or the, the or discomfort in our environment to push us towards um, seeking his face to find out what is going on. And as we do that, then he begins to reveal it to us. So some of the things we are going through now is God trying to nudge us to press in and understand what is going on at the moment, all right? And we're going to read some extra scriptures to, um, to show this. But, but, okay, we've not even finished this verse. Um, we're still in verse 21. John chapter 16, verse 21 and 22. John chapter 16, verse 21 and 22. So let me read again. It says, a woman, when she is in travail, she has sorrow because her hour is come. This just keeps tugging at my heart. The sorrow is not because of the devil. The sorrow is not because of a mistake. The sorrow or the pain or the contractions is because her season has come. It says, but as soon as she's delivered of the child, she remembers no more the anguish for, jo for joy that a man is born into the world. So the moment she, she gives birth, the, the pain, the contraction, the discomfort, she forgets it because a joy comes as a result of the child that she has given birth to. Some of you are in a season that God is pushing you into another level of product productivity. Some of you are in a season where God is pushing you into a higher dimension of spiritual activity so that you can enter a level of grace. Some of you are in seasons where God is demanding extra from you so that extra can come out of you. Bible is saying that when that extra comes, all the pain you went through, you will forget it because of the joy that of that dream, the joy of that business, the joy of that initiative, the joy of that academic um, excellence or whatever it is that God is betting through your life. That, that joy would 
overwhelm the pain of that season that you're experiencing, all right? Verse 22 says, and ye now therefore have sorrow, but I will see you again and your heart shall rejoice and your, and your joy no man taketh from you. Praise Jesus. All right, let's read another scripture um, similar to this. Numbers chapter, chapter 13. Again, again, my emphasis here is that there is an interpretation. No, no, before we do numbers, let's do Genesis. But heaven has an interpretation for what you are going through right now. All right? And if you are, if you are a spiritually educated person, you'll be able to say, you'll be able to observe patterns and say, ah, yesterday, this happened. Um, today, this happened. Last week, this also happened. There's a pattern here. Let me go and inquire of the Lord what is going on. You know, because if, you, if, you, if it's left to your human interpretation, you miss a lot of spiritual signs and signals that God is communicating, okay? I want to look at a very wonderful example in Genesis. Um, I said we'll do Genesis, right? So Genesis chapter 25, verse 21 to 23. I just want to give us this understanding before we pray so that our prayer is um, where we know we, our prayer is effective and we know what we're praying about. So, so Genesis chapter 25, verse 21 223. Okay, so I'm going to first read from the New King James Version, then I'll I would um read from under translation. So Genesis 25, verse 21. It says, Now Isaac pleaded with the Lord for his wife because she was buried, and the Lord granted his plea, and Rebekah, his wife, but um Look at verse 20, it says, but the children struggled together within her. So she conceived quite all right, but the children struggled together within her. And she said, if all is well, why am I like this? And I feel like a lot of people are asking us this question that if all is well with me, why is this happening to my life? If I did not, you know, commit a sin or make a mistake or violate a spiritual principle, so why is this thing happening to me? And let me tell you that, when things occur in your life that you cannot trace, you can't trace it to a fault of yours. You can't trace it to an event, a disobedience or something that, you, you know, that is just happening. Then there's a spiritual interpretation to that thing. If, for instance, um, you try, you, you're, you're applying for a job, you're applying for a job, everything is going, you have all your papers, documents, right? Your work experience is fantastic. You, you just don't know why nobody's calling you for an interview then it could be that there's something spiritual beyond what you understand. Or you are, you are trying to, let me say, for instance, you are trying to relocate, you are trying to relocate, and you have everything right, you have all the points, all the things to give you the point, but for some reason, it's not just coming forward. Then maybe there is something more that heaven is trying to tell you about that relocation, okay? All right, let's continue reading. Verse 20. Um, 22 again, she says, but the children struggled together within her. And she said, if all is well, why am I like this? So she went to inquire of the Lord. And this should be our response to situations. We should go and inquire of the Lord. Verse 23, and the Lord said to her, two nations are in your womb. Two peoples shall be separated from your body. One people shall be stronger than the other and the older shall serve the younger. So you know what? God wanted to give her this information, but she maybe wasn't sensitive or wasn't 
just on, on the normal day, maybe she wasn't just inquiring of the Lord about her children. She was excited. Imagine she had, she had been barren. She wasn't with children. Now she has, she was pregnant. I mean, excitement can could have overtaken her. So God wanted to get her attention and he allowed the children to struggle in her womb, to allow, the, the, allow a, a movement within her. And what I'm saying is that God is causing a movement in your environment. If you don't understand that movement, you will interpret it as a problem. Whereas it is God just trying to get your attention. Because she said, if all is well with me, why am I feeling like this? Why are the children struggling in my womb? You know, some of you are feeling in your heart, in your spirit being there's some discomfort. There's something going on. So you, you are wondering, why am I like this? God wants you to go and inquire of him. Is God trying to tug at your heart? So you can go and inquire of God and then God will reveal to you. So what she thought was a problem, God revealed to her that no, it's not a problem. It's that two nations are in your womb. Wow. So some of the things you are going through is not a problem. Some of the challenges you are experiencing is not because it is a problem. It's because you are about to give birth to nations. Do you understand this? You are about to give birth. Other people are giving birth to children. You are about to give birth to nations. Maybe some of the delay is because you are about to give birth to nations. Maybe some of the you know, you need to apply for jobs, apply for jobs, is because God, the job God wants to give you. If you, if he allows you to have the job you're applying for, you settle for something way lower than what he has prepared for you. Maybe some of you that are trying to go into business, the business God wants you to own, it is 10 times greater than the one you're trying to start and you're trying to struggle and sweat and all of that. And if you don't understand it, you would interpret it as you're struggling, you're struggling. Whereas God is saying, no, I'm redirecting you to something greater. So Rebecca inquired of the Lord and God said, you know what? What you are feeling in your womb is not that there is a problem. Is that there are two nations in your womb and I need to give you information about these nations. So while your neighbor gave birth to ordinary children, you are carrying nations in your womb. Hallelujah. I want to read that verse 22 in, verse 22 in um, another translation, the, the New English translation. All right. New English translation says, but the children struggled inside her. And she said, if it is going to be like this, I'm not sure I want to be pregnant again. So she asked the Lord, you know what? The children were struggling so much inside her. She was feeling so uncomfortable. She, in fact, I'm sure she was like, after I've waited for children, now I'm pregnant, but this pregnancy is too much. In fact, left to her, she preferred because of the pain of the pregnancy, she said she preferred not to even be pregnant than to be pregnant if it is if pregnancy is going to be like this. So you can imagine that if you, she had not inquired of the Lord, maybe she would have opted for an abortion. And a lot of people spiritually abort what God is trying to birth through them because of this pain that they feel on the inside, because of the struggle. And they're saying, oh my God, this country is, I want to just leave this country. I just don't like where I'm at, I am at. And they abort what God is trying to bear through their lives because of the current pain that they are going through. And let me just encourage us here that if you sense yourself going through any kind of travail, any kind of pain, any kind of discomfort, don't be in a hurry to conclude it's a problem. Go and inquire of the Lord. You know, always seek heaven's opinion to your earthly experiences. You find out that heaven gives a different interpretation to what you are calling a problem. Heaven gives a different interpretation to what you're calling a pain, all right? So this is what we want to do this evening. We want to ask of the Lord and say, God, give me 
wisdom and understanding. Let me understand what is going on in my life. Give me the heavenly interpretation to what I'm going through right now. All right. The last scripture um, I was going to reference, I, I won't read that. I'll just tell us the story. Is in um, Numbers chapter thirteen from verse seven, from verse twenty-seven to thirty-three. Numbers chapter thirteen from verse twenty-seven to thirty-three. All right. But it's the story, it's the account, right, where Moses sent um, Moses sent the 12 spies to the land of Canaan. God had already promised, uh, you know, and this is something we should, there's a lot to learn from this. God had already promised the Israelites that the land of Canaan, I have given it to you. So Moses came, by the time they, they, they inched closer to Canaan, Moses sent 12 spies, one from each of the tribes, and say, you know what, go into the land of Canaan, go and spy the land. This land that God has been promising, promising us, go and look at it, you know, go around the place, pluck some, from, some fruit from it, take some leaves, take some stone, you know, water. Let's, let's even see, let's have an experience of what the land is. Let's have a foretaste of, of that land. And so these 12 people went and they came back with different results. I, I think I still need to read, read a verse or two. So let me just quickly turn to Numbers chapter 13 and show something. Because you see the same land where they saw giants, 10 of them said, we are not able to go into this land. Oh, this land consumes those that are in it. Oh, this land is full of giants. We cannot go take the land. The same land they looked at, Caleb and Joshua said, we are able to take this land. And what is the difference is that Caleb and Joshua interpreted the presence of giants in a different way from the way, from the, way the other 10 people interpreted it. Caleb and Joshua said, we can take the land. God has given us this land. The land is good. Yes, in fact, you know what? All of them agreed that the land was flowing with milk and honey. But when it came to their ability to possess the land, they were different. 10 people says, ah, in fact, we're like grasshoppers. Look at what they say. Um, verse 32, um, Numbers 13, verse, verse 31. Let me read from verse 31. says, but the men that went up with him said, we be not able to go up against the people, for they are stronger than we. And they brought up an evil report of the land which they had searched unto the children of Israel, saying, the land through the land through which we have gone to search it is a land that eats up the inhabitants thereof. You can imagine. So if the land eats up the inhabitants, why didn't it eat up the giants that are there? He says, and all the people that we saw in it are men of great stature. Shouldn't this have told, instructed them that if God says, go and take this land, I've given it to you, and you go to the land, and you see that this land, they are the land is, uh, is the land is the land that's full of yeah, that is full of giants and men of stature. Doesn't that tell you that God sees you as a man of stature? Doesn't that tell you that God sees you as a giant? You know, but these people didn't have the spiritual interpretation of their physical experience, so they they blew it. And and that whole generation, except for Caleb and Joshua, none of them entered the land of Canaan because they were not able to interpret what they were experiencing physically. And it's the same thing for a lot of people that God has promised them breakthrough, all right? Promised them abundance, promised them increase. But the way the increase came, it disguised itself as trouble. So when they, they saw the trouble, ah, they said, no, 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 I cannot do this. I cannot, I cannot. And they aborted the, the birthing of, of, of that promise. They missed their Canaan land because they saw giants and they did not interpret that 
if this amount of problem is facing me in this business, that means God has God has empowered me to overcome this business and provide a solution to every other person in my industry. So what we want to pray for this night is spiritual intelligence to interpret the experiences that we're going through in our lives so that we don't miss out of the promised land, so that we don't abort the, the, the children that God is birthing through us. Hallelujah. All right, so I think this is clear, um, clear enough. Or I hope it is clear enough. Um, um, but please, if this is clear, if you understand so far, let me know you are with me. Give me a thumbs up um, before we start praying. Let me know you understand. You can drop in the comments and say, yes, I understand. Yes, I hear you, Victor. If this even speaks to your heart, you can drop and say, yes, you've been talking to me all this while. Um, just drop a comment. Let me know where we are together. Because I, I, I'm really fired up in my spirit and I want us to pray. I want us to pray. There are seasons that because we didn't interpret it well, um, we missed out on it, you know. All right, thank you. I see, yes, I see your comment, Eddie. Um, I understand. Thank you, Emily. I see your thumbs up. Another person acknowledging that this, they understand this and um, um, we can move on to pray. If you're a mixed seller, please, I would love to, um, you know, get feedback from you guys. So let me know you are following so far. You hear me, you feel me, you get the prayer points and we are about to pray. All right, so we are going to pray and... And I, honestly, the prayer point, I mean, from all, I, all I've shared, um, I believe we understand the prayer point. I tried coining it, but, uh, uh, you know, I still believe that we might be able to interpret it very, in our own ways differently, but I'll, I'll give us a prayer point. Okay, thank you, Marvelous. I see you. Thank you, Tosin. Yes, I see your mixer. Okay, awesome. Um, all right, so we're going to pray, and prayer is, is very simple, okay? But before we pray... I want us to start with thanksgiving. I want to start with thanksgiving because you see, one of the dangers or of one of the temptations or one of the things that make people not to um, enter into their promised land is what the Bible refers to as murmuring, murmuring, complaining, and all of that. Um, you know, the Israelites had that same experience when they were in the wilderness. Uh, if I, you read the very next chapter, <laughs> very Israelites are just an amazing people. The very next chapter in chapter 14, because of this um, numbers 14, because of the negative report, they all started complaining and say, hey, Moses, look at you. You brought us from Israel um, out of Egypt. You brought us to the wilderness so that we'll die. In fact, let's look for somebody else that will be our leader and take us back to Egypt. They were murmuring, you know, and the antidote to murmuring is a thankful heart. So I want us to thank God. We are coming to the end of the first quarter of this year. God has been good to us. God has been faithful. God has been kind. If you can think back over the last three months, you would tell that God has been faithful in your life. So I want us to start with thanksgiving to that effect. Thanking God for his mercies in our lives. Oh, yes, there are promises that have not come to pass. Yes, but there are promises also that have come to pass. There are things that you are still trusting God for, but there are things that you were trusting God for and have been fulfilled right now. In fact, you are so, you are so used to the manifestation that um, it, it, it no longer feels like, a, like a, anything to worry about, you know. So there are those things I want us to start with thanksgiving unto God and say, Jesus, I thank you. I thank you. If you don't, if nothing comes to your mind, just keep saying, I thank you. Say it for the next five minutes and you'll find out what to thank God for. All right. So I want to start with thanksgiving in the name of Jesus Christ. 
wherever you are, just if you can lift up your hands or go on your knees, just be grateful to God and say, Lord, I thank you. Lord, I thank you. Lord, I give you glory. Thank you for your outstretched arm. Thank you for your hand of salvation. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your hand of deliverance. Oh, Jesus, we worship you. Jesus, we worship you. Jesus, we worship you. Thank you, Lord, for not withdrawing your mercy. Thank you for not withdrawing your grace from us. Oh, thank you for your hand of covering and protection and shielding us. Oh, Jesus, we bless your name. Lord, we worship your holy name. Jesus, we bless you. Jesus, we bless you. Jesus, we bless you. Baneka kulamba Oh, hallow be your name, O oh Lord. Hallow be your name, O oh Lord. We worship you. We give you thanks. We bless your name. We bless your name. Can you think of something major that happened in the month, um, in the first quarter between the month of January and March, something that happened in your life? And just be very specific and say, God, I thank you for this event. I thank you for so, so, and so I am experienced. I thank you. If, you have, if it's for a person, go, on, go ahead and say, Lord, I thank you for this person. I thank you for my job, for this thing that happened in my job. Don't just be vague in your thanksgiving. Think of something specific and say, God, I thank you for this thing that happened. I thank you because on so-so day, you delivered me from accident. I thank you because you delivered me from um, depression. I thank you because you delivered me from kidnappers, from, from negative experiences. I thank you because you delivered me. Oh, I almost went into trouble in this in, in this first quarter. Maybe I, I mixed up some figures in my office. I was home. I almost went into financial trouble, but you delivered me. Maybe something happened in your business. Um, you made significant progress. Can you just say, Lord, I thank you. I want you to be specific about something that has happened in this quarter and say, God, I thank you. Lord, I thank you. Father, be exalted. Marato kuri babarasko si kamanandes kila rida baruka pekori maskasi.
Jesus' mighty name, we have given thanks. In Jesus' name, we have given thanks. All right, the prayer point I want us to pray, um, just like I've shared, um, and I want to add a scripture to, to just strengthen um, these prayer points. It's a popular scripture many of us already know. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 16 to 17, um, um, sorry, verse 17 down to 19. Ephesians 1, 17 to 19 says that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation. So Paul was already talking to believers, right? So what he was talking about wasn't just you being filled with the Holy Ghost, but talking about a dimension of the ministry of the Holy Spirit. He says that he may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. He says the eyes of your understanding being enlightened that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints and what is the exceeding greatness of his power towards us who believe. Let me stop there. So what I want us to pray is this. We're praying that God would open the eyes of understanding. Let us have spiritual understanding to our physical experiences. The same way um, Rebecca went to inquire of the Lord concerning the children that were struggling in her womb and giving her problems and she, she almost felt like, like giving up on the pregnancy. She went to inquire of the Lord. In the same way we're asking God to give us insights 
to our, our current season. Let God give us revelation and insight into what is going on in our lives right now. And if there are specific events that are troubling your heart that you don't have understanding into, this is the time to bring them up, bring it up and say, God grant me insight. Even if there is nothing in that, in that sense specific that you are going through, still ask God for an understanding of your current season so that you will know what to do in this season, all right? So we're praying for the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that we would have an understanding into our current experiences, all right? Um, we're, we're asking for a heavenly interpretation to our physical experience, heavenly interpretation to our earthly experience, all right? I hope that makes sense. So we're praying for this and asking God for the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that we will be able to understand and interpret what is going on in our lives what is going on in our experiences, right? So that we will not, will not, will not, con will not miss out of the promised land because we don't understand that if they are giants, that means we are giant killers, all right? So I want to spend the next um, 20 minutes praying about this. We're praying for the spirit of wisdom and revelation um, so that we can understand the experiences we're going through. And please, like I said, if there's something specific or if you're going through a season where you don't understand what's going on, then this is the time to pray and ask God about it in the name of Jesus Christ. So let's go ahead as we pray. We'll spend the next 20 minutes praying about this, asking God for revelation, asking God for insight, asking God, let, let, let seasons not pass you by, asking God for the, the heavenly interpretation to your earthly experience at the moment in the name of Jesus Christ. Let us pray.
Father, we ask for We are asking for heaven's interpretation to our earthly experiences. Oh, we're asking for heaven's interpretation to our earthly experiences. Are you feeling the pains of, of childbirth in your spirit? Are you feeling contraction? Just like Jesus Christ says, a woman sorrows because her hour is come. We're asking for interpretation to the pains we're feeling. We're asking for interpretation to the season that we're going through. We're asking for interpretation to the occurrences in our environment. What is going on in the country? What is going on in our in our life personally? What is going on in, um, um, 
in our places of work, we're asking for a heavenly interpretation to the physical and earthly occurrences around us in the name of Jesus Christ, that we'll know what to do. We'll see from God's perspective. We will understand from the heavens, the heavenly dimension, what is going on around us. We will understand that we're with, that two nations are, are in our wombs, that we're about to give birth to nations and not just, not just um, um, ordinary babies. That we, by the interpretation heaven gives us, we will understand that this season, oh, it's a mighty season. Even though, yes, there might be sorrow here and there, even though there might be pains here and there, but this season is a mighty season because heaven gives us that interpretation. We are praying for the, for the interpretation of heaven. By the spirit of wisdom and revelation, let there be a heavenly divine interpretation to our experiences. To our occurrences, Elabarasu Kabalanta, Irabarasu Kabaranta, Rabakatosi Kapakurema, Rebaketekola Brigabakatos, Ibarano Scandosi Kapokola, Pecola Pocolo Pocola Bata, Rigabagoshiga Gabacondro Boruski Zama, Ebreso, 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 Ruda Gabacuta, Ebagagagabacola Balanda, Capacala Bacata Capacada, Igabarateco Shiga Gabarato Sisacala Brigara de Sontana Macula, Ibaradeco Rigabarasu. We pray Jesus for heaven's interpretation to our earthly experiences, for heaven's interpretation to our earthly experiences. Ah, Jesus, we ask for heaven's interpretation, our earthly experiences, that we will know from heaven's perspective what is going on. we pray, we pray, Jesus. 
We ask for an understanding heart. We ask for the spirit of wisdom and revelation. Let us see from your head, from your perspective, what is going on. Let us be able to have you been trying to do something have you been struggling struggling and trying to do something trying to do something i want you to ask for heaven's interpretation for heaven's perspective about that matter have you been feeling uneasy about something i want you to ask for heaven's perspective concerning that matter let the eyes of understanding be open be enlightened to see from heaven's perspective to know the dimension of um, to know the dimension of interpretation that heaven gives to that earthly experience you are having so that heaven can show you even in the circumstances where you need to rebuke the devil and bind the spirit the heaven will show you accurately what to do Some of you sense something in your spirit, but you don't understand what you are sensing. Some of you sense some, some burden in your heart, but you don't understand what you are sensing. Some of you sense some discomfort, you don't understand what it is. I want you to ask for the spirit of wisdom and revelation to reveal to you what heaven is communicating. Reveal to you heaven's perspective, that you will not miss this season. You will not miss this season because an understanding, interpretation, illumination is granted unto you from heaven. 
I want you to pray and ask for that burden you feel, for that thing you sense in your spirit that you don't even have the words to articulate it yet. I want you to ask for the spirit of wisdom and revelation that you have insight and understanding to that experience. Oh, for the physical events that are going on and you just don't seem to understand what is going on. I want you to pray and ask for the spirit of wisdom and revelation. Let you have the interpretation of heaven to that experience that you are, that you, that you are going through. In the name of Jesus.
Hallelujah. Let's give God thanks and praise his name. Thank him for answered prayers. Thank him because he has granted unto us insight, understanding, revelation, heavenly interpretation in the name of Jesus Christ. Can we give God thanks and say, Father, we thank you. Thank you, Lord, for answered prayers. Oh, Jesus, we say thank you. Thank you for answered prayers. Thank you for answered prayers. We are grateful to you. Can we say thank you to Jesus? God, just thank God for answered prayers. Father, we thank you. We thank you because you've heard us and you have indeed answered us. Thank you because you have released unto us the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that we can accurately interpret the experiences of our lives from heaven's dimension, heaven's perspective. We will know what you are saying and how you see things in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, dear Lord. For in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen, amen. If you're still here, you can type in your amen so that I know we are together. In the name of Jesus Christ, we have prayed. Amen, amen, amen. Type in your amen. Let me know you, we are together. Praise Jesus. All right. Um, um, I want us to still carry this prayer point further with us. And I mean, even, you know, like further down after today, let us still sustain this prayer point. Um, especially if you are going through something that you don't yet understand, whether it is a perception you have in your spirit or it's physical event that looks contrary to expectation, you know? And let me, let me share with you some, some experience. First, let me share with you a testimony or a story right, that, rather that my pastor you know, sh had shared at some point. And he said, growing up that there was this particular woman who was really anointed. She was into ministry. She, she was, she had, there was grace upon her life, you know, and the ministry began to expand and grow. But as the ministry grew, the weight of the ministry began to tell on her. And a lot of people began to come to her seeking advice, seeking counsel, seeking prayer, and at some point, it was a burden. It became too much. And she began to, to have outbursts of anger. And she began, she began, she began to say things like, and am I, the, am I the one that gave birth to all of you? All of you are just coming. You're not even giving me time to rest. All of you are just coming for money tonight, counseling, counseling. Won't I even rest? And she began to say things like that. And she began to feel hurt and strife began to come in. And what happened down the line eventually was that she lost the ministry. The ministry just died down. You know, partly because she was not able to interpret that all of that that was going on is because there was grace upon her life and that God was elevating her because every time God elevates you, more people come to you. And if you don't know how to interpret those, you will just crumble under the weight of the elevation, right? Um, last year also, 
I was looking for, I want to change my job. I kept on applying, kept on doing this. See, nothing was coming forth. And at some point I almost gave up. But when I went to pray, God gave me the understanding that the reason why all of the other places I, you know, I applied to weren't coming forth was because he wants to give me something way better. And honestly, when it came, I knew it was way better. So I'm just, I want to really encourage us. If you are going through seasons that you don't understand, if you are going through experiences in your life that you don't understand, if there's a burden in your heart, again, that you don't understand. And I've shared this before with us, right? How this borderless Christian community was birthed was 2020, right? Yes, 2020. I was just feeling so uneasy about this was when lockdown was was at the peak of lockdown. I was feeling so uneasy in my spirit. At first, I thought it was because of all, all, <clears throat> all that was going on in the world and what was going on in, in Nigeria at that time. But when I went to pray, it was more than that. So I just kept on praying because I didn't understand it. And what I later realized was that it was a birth pang in my spirit and I just needed to pray it out and God began to reveal what he wanted us to, what, what he wanted us to do. So if you are feeling like this or you are going through moments like this, please, I encourage you, don't tuck it under the carpet. Take out time to pray and let God seek the face of God, just like Re Rebecca. The children were struggling in her womb, and that speaks spiritually to the experiences a lot of us have. There's something tugging at us in our spirit. Instead of just giving up and saying, I beg you, I'm tired. You know, maybe the business you are, you are, trying, you are doing, you are doing, and you feel so uneasy. Instead of giving up on the business, go to God and ask God, God, what is going on? And God will reveal to you that you are carrying nations. You are carrying a conglomerate, not just a sole proprietorship. Do you understand? So please, I encourage us, spend time inquiring of the Lord, what is going on in your life? And let God reveal to you that the way God interprets things is completely different from the way we interpret it. So ask God for his own interpretation of what is going on in your life so that you can act accordingly and not abort you about that spiritual baby God is birthing or, or miss out of the promised land um, in the name of Jesus Christ. All right. Okay, thank you very much. God bless you all, everyone. Um, um, we will just take an announcement. Uh, first of all, let me welcome anybody who is joining us for the very first time. So if this is your first time joining us um, at the Borderless Christian Community, we would love to welcome you warmly. So please um, let me know, just tell us your name and where, where you are joining us from. If you are on MixLR, you can just drop that in the comments um, box. Um, just tell us your name and where you're joining us from and possibly who invited you as well or how you found out about us, whether you saw us online, a friend invited you or anything like that, just drop it in the comments section, all right? Um, if you're on Zoom, you can just speak up and, well, I don't see any new person on Zoom, but if you are new, can just pick up and let us know, all right? Um, few announcements before we go. Number one is that good news. Okay, actually, two good news. I was about to say two good newses, but forget, forgive me. Two good news, all right? Number one is that we have opened, uh, or we're starting, rather, we're about to start a prayer cluster for those who reside in Canada. Um, and so we put out, if you're in the WhatsApp group, we put out the... We put out the link um, to for you to join, all right? But if you're not in the group, I'm going to drop the link <clears throat> right away. So we are starting a, what, a prayer cluster for Canada. And the reason for this is because um, those, those who are in Canada right, have a different time, um, time zone. 
And then, so they're not typically able to join us either for Bible study or for, um, or for our prayer clusters, all right? So we want to create a separate group for them so that they're able to pray at their time, okay? Um, so I'm sending the link in the, in the chat right now for you to join the Canada Prayer Cluster um, WhatsApp group. So please, if you're in Canada listening to me right now, or you have someone living in Canada um, that this will be a blessing to, please, I encourage you to invite them to join the WhatsApp group. We want them to start joining the WhatsApp group before we eventually start the prayers, all right? So please, I encourage us to share that and spread the word around. And also, like I said in the WhatsApp group, um, when I announced this, this is not only for those in Canada. If for any reason you believe that this timing will work for you, whether you're in Nigeria or you're in the United States or you're in another country that you think the time zone will work for you, you're at liberty to join, all right? You're at liberty to join the group and pray along. So it's a virtual prayer meeting um, that is going to hold once a week. We don't have a day and a time yet. That will be decided by those um, who join the WhatsApp group. So please join the WhatsApp group, share, share the word, spread it out to a friend. Oh, at this point, almost every Nigerian knows somebody that stays in Canada. So please reach out to someone, just one person at least, reach out to the person and say, hey, there's a prayer um, group that um, I belong to that is fantastic. I'd love you to join and then send them the link. All right, that's first good news. Second good news is, how many of us miss our physical meetings? Well, if you do, and even if you, even if you don't, um, the good news is that we're having a fiscal meeting this um, coming month, the month of April, right? Yes, the month of April. We're going to have a fiscal meeting in the month of April. The details will be announced to us um, later on, but we are going to have a fiscal meeting in the month of April, all right? Um, I know I haven't announced this to the team yet. I was still speculating, but um, yeah, I'm just announcing to everybody right now. We're going to have a fiscal meeting in the month of April. If you're excited, let me know you're excited. Um, we're going to meet together. It's going to be an amazing time of physical fellowship, impartation of the spirit, and sharing of God's word. All right? So, yes, the dates um, would be the dates, venue, and other details will be announced to us, you know, later on. But I just wanted to put it out there so we can begin to pray about it, anticipate towards it, and um, trust God for an amazing time. All right. Thank you very much, everyone. So I don't see any comments of for new person. Okay. So I take it that there's no new person in our midst today. All right. Let us close with a word of prayer. Father, before we go, the Holy Ghost just reminded me. Um, last week, last week, Tuesday, the Holy Ghost dropped a word in my spirit. And even today, while praying, you reminded me of it. I forgot to let it known to us last week, but what I sense in my spirit is that for somebody here, something is about happening quick, that when it happens, you are going to say, see what the Lord has done. And that thing is really around the corner. I don't know what you're trusting God for, what you're believing God for, but um, this is for someone, and maybe even for many of us, that something's about to happen really quick, really, really soon. It is literally around the corner. And when it happens, you are going to say, see what the Lord has done. But what I want you to do is not to give up, not to, you might be in the toughest season right now. And just like we must have heard it, that the night is darkest just before the break of day. So I don't want you to give up because your testimony is right around the corner. Okay. So please hold on, hang on to it. God dropped this word in my spirit last week. I forgot to say it out, but while we're praying today, 
um, he reminded me again. All right, let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we receive your word. We receive everything you have done for us. We also receive the interpretation to the events of our lives at this point in time. Jesus, we thank you. We ask that you help us not to, the Bible says, lean not on your own understanding. Help us not to lean on our understanding of our experiences. He says, but in all your ways, acknowledge him and you make your path straight. Help us to acknowledge you, seeking your face, seeking your perspective in the name of Jesus. Mala to sabre ekaya. I pray for anyone who is going through experiences that he or she does not understand, going through seasons that they don't understand. I ask you, dear Holy Spirit, that you give them a heavenly interpretation of their earthly experiences. Let them see things from your perspective so that they'll be able to birth the giants, birth the nations, birth the abundance, birth the businesses, birth the initiatives, Lord, that you have placed in their spirits. In the name of Jesus Christ, let them not abort what you are you are birthing through them. Thank you, Father. We thank you, Lord, for this community because even what you are birthing through us, we will not give up. We will not give up. Give up. We will be consistent. We'll be resilient. We will stay until you birth the amazing thing you want to birth on this earth for your kingdom. Let your name be glorified and praised. Hallelujah. Thank you, dear Lord, for in Jesus mighty name we have prayed amen 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 all right thank you everyone for joining us um this is the point where i've asked like what you learned and all of that but since it's a prayer meeting maybe you can just drop in the chat if the prayer session blessed you before you go drop in the chat how the prayer session blessed you and then we will go on that note all right so thank you everyone for joining us today god bless you and I'm going to leave us with a song titled See What the Lord Has Done by Minister Nathaniel Bassi. All right. So um, while we're here, I'm going to bless you.